Next up today, it's our sound advice. And last week, we were talking about interest rates on the rise. And today, we're going to look at the impact on the property market of that. Charlie Landin presents Moving Home with Charlie. and is the founder of bestagent.co.uk. Here with our sound advice today. Hi, Charlie. Hi, Danny. How are you doing? Yeah, very well today. Thanks a lot for coming in and sharing your expertise with us today. So first of all, let's just talk about that shift again in interest rates and what that will do to the mortgages that will be available. There was a story out uh, on the Times and on the Guardian, uh, and basically, if you, if you want to look at just what the facts are, so that people haven't got to worry about anyone's opinion, there are 2.4 million people coming to the end of their fixed rate mortgage period in the next 18 months, so by the end of 2024. That translates into around about 115, 120,000 people a month on average over that period coming to the end of the fixed rate where they're going to have to refinance or remortgage. And to put that number into context, that is about 30% more than the total number of housing transactions happening per month at the moment. Okay. Now, nobody knows how many people are going to be forced into doing something that it want to do because their mortgage payment's gone too high. So for example, forced into downsizing or forced into selling altogether or forced into refinancing some other way that they didn't want to do because their mortgage payments now become unaffordable. But some portion of that 115,000 people a month who are having to come to the end of their fixed rate period and remortgage um, are going to be in a position where they're forced to sell. So when you put the numbers, I'm, I'm discussing here what's likely to happen with house prices, because of course, when you start to get forced sellers, even if it's what I call voluntary forced sellers, so they're choosing to sell before it's too late, you're going to see more and more probably coming onto the market. Now, the number one thing people need to understand, if you're in that position and you're worried about what rising interest rates are going to mean for you and your chances of keeping hold of your home is to understand when it comes to prices that the prices you see in the house price indices, especially the land registry, which is the only official one, um, have around about a six month time lag on them. And I, as a supplier to estate agents, I provide technology to estate agents as well as uh, as the other things that you mentioned. Um, I talk to agents on a daily basis and I've got my finger on the pulse of what's happening at the coalface. So as a very, very broad rule of thumb, and yes, there are regional exceptions um, and exceptions on exceptional properties and stuff, but as a broad rule of thumb, house prices are already between 5 and 10% lower than is currently being reported if you factor in the time lag. And the reason I want to make that clear is that if you need to sell, if, you know, if you've got no choice but you've got to sell, the biggest mistake you can make is innocently putting a house on at a price that's already too high while the market drops away because you were unaware of this time lag and the fact that house prices have been falling for some time now. And the effect of that is you won't get people through the door to come and look at your house. Exactly right. And and if, if, if selling is essential, the key thing to do with your asking price, because remember, your asking price is not a commitment, okay? If you price it lower than people expect, you'll have people through the door in your house competing bidders and you'll find out whatever the market will actually support for your property today. Okay. So that's in order, whatever the market's doing, whether it's going up, whether it's going down, the only way to know you've got the best possible price when selling is by having at least two buyers competing for your home. And the way to get competing buyers in is to price it attractively in normal times, but aggressively in this market. And the, the, the key to advice on what that price should be is finding an experienced local agent who's been through downturns before and who's got the expertise to get your property sold when many other people will be languishing on, unsold on the market. 
and we all know the sort of who the agents are in the areas where we're currently living. If you're moving to a different area, perhaps sort of do some research and speak to some people about who the kind of agents in the know are in that area. Well, when you're buying, unfortunately, you haven't got a choice of the agent you're dealing with. It, it, the, the choice of agent only happens, you only have a choice when you're selling. So wherever you're selling from, I mean, you say that people know all the agents in their area. Actually, in reality, people tend to know about 20% of the agents in their area. And there are far more if you look, and it's important to talk to as many as you can. And, and make sure you don't fall into the trap of, of, of false promises of overvaluing your house. And golden rule, do not sign a long sole agency contract with an estate agent in this market. Just it's, You're the customer. You can set the rules. So if you find an agent you want to go with and they say, by the way, we're going to lock you in for three months. You say, no, no, sorry. Uh, four weeks, maybe. Three months, no. And if that's a deal breaker, just, then I'll go to another agent. Just, just on the side issue of the um, sort of following the market trends and the way the prices are moving, a six-month lag in a world of instant data seems like a very long way behind. I know. And this is what catches so many people out. Um, it, there really is a very big change? lag. I'm sorry? Should, should that change? Should that be more real-time value? Uh, absolutely. But the thing is, you've got to remember that even the legal process between when a price is agreed and when a property sale exchanges is about four to five months at the moment. Um, which definitely that could be improved, but it's not. An, it's easier said than done to improve that. So that's a large part. I always say there are three types of uh, house prices. There are asking prices, which are just conversation starter fantasy, right? There are agreed prices, which is the prices being agreed at the coalface today between a buyer and a seller through an agent. And then you have the actual prices, which might be subject to a revision or a fall through. And then the actual prices, which the land registry is the only place that reports on those, has a two to three month reporting delay on top of that four to five month conveyancing delay. So you're talking about six to nine month delay when the official land registry prices come out compared to what's happening at the coalface today. Okay. Let's go back to um, people who might be coming to the end of those deals. So you say 115, 120,000 people a month coming to the end of their fixed rate deal, which they may have fixed two, three years ago, uh, 3%, 2%, whatever it was. What's the advice on what to do next, considering that... Mm. With the rates going up last week, mortgage uh, companies and banks will be adjusting their mortgages accordingly. Yeah, and that looks set to continue for a while, actually. They're continue, going to be creeping up for the rest of this year as the Bank of England continues to increase its interest rates, which is expected. So every single homeowner's position is unique. Their personal finances are unique. Their personal requirements are unique. And that's why, contrary to what the government says, which is talk to your lender first, Talk to an independent mortgage broker first. So that is what I would do, because only by doing that can you find out what your options are. Your existing lender will only tell you what the options are that they can offer you. Uh, an independent whole of market mortgage broker can, can, will have many more options for you, uh, including you know, other, other products from other lenders that you may be able to switch to. But I, I urge people not to delay when doing that, because the longer you wait, the greater the risk that your home falls into negative equity, at which point you cannot refinance it. All right. And for people who don't have to remortgage immediately, but with the rates um, creeping up, say they're on a repayment mortgage, their current mortgage payments are going up. Is there anything you can do to alleviate that, to spread the cost of that, reduce your monthly outgoings? 
Yeah, I mean, the, the very first thing I would be doing is if I had any high interest debt or loans or credit cards, I'd be wiping those out first and foremost, because paying high interest is 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 the worst form of, of money going out the door. So that'd be my number one step. Number two, obviously, you know, you make cutbacks where you're comfortable making cutbacks. Um, the government has a scheme called the... Um, I can't remember what it's called, but it allows you to rent out a room to a lodger and you, you can make up to £7,500 a year tax-free if you rent a furnished room out to a lodger. That that could well keep the wolf from the door for some people. Um, um, yeah, but otherwise, I mean, what everyone's being forced to do, I, I had a, one of my followers message me this morning saying, uh, he said he acknowledges that he's in a much more fortunate position than most, but he's going to have to take his children out of school. He, they're in a private school. That's that's the end of that for those kids because of mortgage mortgages and that. So there's no one not being affected by this is my point of, of that little anecdote. Right. It, it's everyone is being affected by this. Everyone, almost everyone, except for the very, very wealthy um, there, you know, people across the spectrum of income uh, are being affected by this. And things like taking a um, a, pay, a payment holiday or uh, going to an interest only payment scheme for a while or extending the life of your mortgage are those all viable options well they each one of those needs to be considered very carefully okay uh, if, a, if a six-month payment holiday makes the difference between you being able to keep your home and not keep your home then obviously that's a great thing um re extending the term of your mortgage is a very very big decision and commitment because although it might allow you to keep your home um, you are going to be saddling yourself with substantially, not just another 10 years or whatever of, of, of mortgage payments, but I think it's the figure is for the average mortgage, something like £80,000 more interest to pay by extending the. So you need to just you know weigh it up. Yes, of course, some people will be able to reduce their monthly payments and therefore stay where they live now by extending their mortgage. Um, and that might be what you want to do. You may, may not want to move, but some people might look at those figures and go, when I work out what I'm going to be paying extra in the full, in the full, maybe downsizing is a better option. You know, so so look at those options. And again, it's a personal choice because whilst the finances become an imperative, they become an unavoidable fact of life for you. You know, th there are other factors in your life about where you want to live, who you want to live with, who you want to live close to. <laughs> um, you know, and so perhaps it's it's a good time to reconsider a, a lot of things, not just should I extend my mortgage, but but yes, of course, that's always an option. Um, Charlie, thanks. What yeah. do you find moving home with Charlie? Uh, and just if you just search Google uh, moving home with Charlie, it's on YouTube. It's on Twitter. I, I tweet daily moving underscore Charlie, um, uh, and I'm on YouTube several days a week live streaming, taking taking people's questions about their moving situation, um, and on bestagentdocker.uk as well, where I've got all the properties and agents to find too. Appreciate that. Thanks. Speak to you again soon. Thanks, Charlie. Thanks, Danny. It's been great. See you next time. Bye. Cheers. See you next time. Bye. Charlie Landon there on our sound advice. Thanks very much, Charlie. You're welcome. Thanks, Callum.